Today, our nation's Secretary of Energy, Rick Perry, was in our state. Uh, he toured the Falkirk Mine in Underwood. He also took a tour of the Great River Energy Facility in Underwood. And shortly after that, then he had this great roundtable discussion with a bunch of energy industry leaders, some of our elected leaders. That was at U of Mary in Bismarck. So earlier today, had a chance to visit with Secretary Perry to talk about his visit here to our great state. We had a little bit of a tech issue, but we, we had a workaround. Uh, my first question for Secretary Perry was essentially this. Look, you saw a lot of stuff today. You had to go to these different tours. You heard from, from, from our energy industry leaders, some elected leaders. For the people watching tonight, what's the most important thing that they should know from what you saw and heard today? Here's some of what Secretary Perry had to say are some states who are part of the uh, uh, energy revolution in America, and I'm in one of them today. Uh, North Dakota is going to play a very, very important role in the future of America's energy uh, independence, uh, our uh, energy dominance, if you will. So I'm excited, you know, being a Texan uh, and, and I see a lot of similarities between uh, the independent streak that uh, North Dakotans have uh, and, and all of the above energy strategy that they have, you know, whether it's wind, uh, whether it's fossil fuels, uh, we see a, a real commitment uh, and a real synergy of bringing all those together so that the, uh, uh, the country, and I'm talking about the United States, uh, can continue to be this real uh, pivotal player in the energy uh, sector. The point is, um, North Dakota produces like six times the amount of energy that you use. So you are a massive exporter uh, of energy out of the state, which goes to the point of infrastructure and being able to uh, build the infrastructure. There's going to be a lot of jobs created in the state. There's going to be a lot of uh, uh, opportunity for North Dakota and her citizens to uh, enjoy this energy revolution that's going on. The energy revolution that's been happening. Obviously, North Dakota's done an outstanding job. It's sort of this all of the above, above energy approach. Uh, in fact, we are getting right now as a state, really as a nation, but we're getting so good at fracking right now that we're producing a ton of what's called LNG or liquefied natural gas. And if you do some some homework, some research on this topic, many people would say, hey, you know what, coal's um, had somewhat of a demise, if you will, as of late, a lot of because of the regulations. Part of that's true, but a big part of it is because of LNG. If you look in, at the research, there's sort of this inverse relationship between the more that we use LNG, then the less that we use coal. So I also asked Secretary Perry, hey, it's great that we're producing all this LNG. We're having an opportunity now to export it globally, hopefully uh, over to Germany to take away that Nord Stream pipeline from Russia and Germany. But my question was, hey, are we essentially cannibalizing our own coal industry because we're getting so good at producing and moving liquefied natural gas? Well, we're going to need all of these sources of energy. I think the idea that you got to pick one over the other is a, is a um, incorrect analogy here. And, and i give you a good example. Uh, the president is interested in making sure that we have a solid base load strategy in this country. And there's only two forms of energy that uh, will do that. That's coal and nuclear. Uh, any other source of energy is interruptible to some degree. Today we were at a, a, a big uh, facility and they have 
uh, I think two months worth of coal literally on the grounds of the power station. Uh, nobody else can do that with the exception of nuclear. And that's the president's point from a national security standpoint, having a base load that is there, that we know it's there, regardless of what may happen, whether there would be a natural disaster, whether there be a physical attack, whether there be a terrorist attack, whether there be a cyber attack, and a pipeline gets shut down, then those gas facilities are put offline. Not so with coal, not so with nuclear. That's the president's point. You bet we're going to produce LNG and we're going to sell it to the world. But we also have to think about the national security aspect of making sure we have a dependable baseload of which, no matter what happens, they're going to be producing power. Very critical point. You heard him there talk about the importance of having uh, and protecting our electricity grid, having energy that's there no matter what could potentially happen. There's been some recent reports that Russia's actually been trying to hack and or attack our grid. That was a report via, <clears throat> excuse me, the Wall Street Journal. So I asked him, hey, look, how legitimate, how legitimate are these threats of foreign nations going after and attacking our electrical grid? Well, unfortunately, we live in a world uh, where there are bad actors who have access to uh, uh, technology that allows them to uh, attack us, to probe us, to uh, look at ways of which to uh, compromise the United States energy uh, grid. Uh, we know that's the case. Uh, we've seen it happen by the Iranians uh, as they went into Saudi Arabia and impacted Aramco's uh, uh, control panels. Uh, the evidence is very clear that the Russians have uh, meddled around in our uh, electrical uh, control uh, facilities. So we are concerned about it. We're looking at ways to defend against it. We're looking at ways to uh, be prepared for it. Uh, but for us to be Pollyanna and to think that uh, somehow or another uh, we don't have to worry about the national security of our, our electrical grid, um, I don't think Americans want that type of leadership in this country. This president understands it. That's the reason he's given us clear instructions to go make sure that the coal and the nuclear industry in this country are stable uh, and supported so that those two sources of fuel will be there for us when we need them. Very important piece here because the Department of Energy has now floated an idea. You've heard maybe about some coal plants or nuclear plants that are facing what they call early retirement. So the Department of Energy is floating this idea of, hey, look, we may have to subsidize some of these quote-unquote early retirement plants to ensure uh, the certainty within our grid. So big, big situation there from a national security standpoint. Now, my last question for Secretary Perry was, hey, you just sat down with a bunch of elected leaders, a bunch of energy industry leaders. You can see North Dakota uh, becoming an energy leader, not even just within the United States, but I would say even globally as well. So I said, okay, what was the main theme you were hearing from these energy leaders, our elected leaders, and what should the people of North Dakota take away from this very powerful and important meeting? Here's some of what Secretary Perry had to say. Well, I'll tell you from my perspective, the, the leader that's uh, really standing up and uh, going forward with North Dakota is, is Kevin Kramer. Uh, your congressman uh, really understands the importance of having an all of the above energy strategy uh, in this uh, uh, in the state. Obviously, Senator Hovind 
uh, a, a former governor friend of mine who we've worked together for a long time. Both of those individuals, for instance, the tax credit, uh, I think Section 45, if my memory serves me correct, uh, tax credit, they're carrying legislation uh, to give uh, incentives to folks to be able to use uh, these enhanced oil recovery uh, techniques and, and to, to really make uh, North Dakota uh, even more uh, productive in, in that arena. So, uh, you know, the private sector folks just want government to, to basically understand that they're willing to risk their capital if we have permitting and regulatory oversight that doesn't jeopardize their ability to have a return on their investment. Uh, and that's what I heard time after time in, in the meeting. Thank you to Secretary Perry for uh, giving us some time today, for being in the great state of North Dakota. Always enjoy having one of the cabinet members here. Obviously very excited with all the great things that we're doing here with energy. Now, uh, about 6 o'clock this evening, it, it looks, at least appears, that Senator Heitkamp may be a little bit jelly that Congressman Kevin Kramer had Secretary Perry in the state because around 6 tonight, Senator Heidi Heitkamp tweeted this out. In 2014, I brought then-Energy Secretary Ernest Noem Ernest Moniz uh, to North Dakota by successfully pushing the Energy Department to visit ND while developing a comprehensive, yeah, I mean, why even tweet that out? It's 2018, but all right, that's the, uh, I guess, the beauty of politics. When one person makes one chess move, you try to back that chess move with another one, referring to something that took place in 2014. We'll let me know your thoughts there.